Hello and welcome to the Teaching Restored podcast. I'm Kevin Jones. I'm Julie Hilliard. Hello, Julie. Welcome. I'm glad to do this once again. And this is your turn, Julie. You get to lead this whole discussion. And I have no idea what we're talking about. What are we talking about? I know. I, for, I'm not even going to tell you yet. Okay. So but I will tell you something that I'm a tiny bit nervous about this topic. Okay. Not because, oh, I'm scared. Not like that. But because it's something I am struggling with right now. And so Good. to something that makes you uncomfortable, meaning that you're like in the throes of your struggle, you haven't resolved it. It's really a lot more exciting to teach something that you've totally like passed through. You're yes. on the other yes. side, you understand it, you've got your lessons. Not there yet. So I'm actually <laughs> in all genuineness. That's a word, right? Genuineness. If not, it's your, your word now. I make up words a lot, but in all sincerity, I'm hoping that I'll walk away from today with some thoughts and ideas from our discussion because, you know, you're pretty amazing. So, okay. We'll have to see. Here is what I want to ask you first. Okay. What are the things that derail you when you are teaching? Like yesterday when I taught? Yeah, that. Okay. okay. <laughs> tell, me, tell me more. Oh, okay. That derail me. Mm-hmm. I would okay, say, okay. Hey, hold on. If you're listening only, hit pause and like write down some of the things that derail you. Because I really Great genuinely, idea. like I want I want to dig into like what derails you personally. I'm sure it's going to be different for you than me. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go. No, that's good. Okay. So I'm thinking back to yesterday and a number of other times. What derails me is when I, for example, ask a question and someone goes, way off and it's like that's not even what we're talking about and 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 i think one or two of those don't derail me but when it happens again and again and again i'm like screaming in my mind while i'm smiling smiling <laughs> always smiling <laughs> and, and, but Oh my goodness, I'm thinking, what the heck? Something else is going on in my mind, right? And I and I, you know what? I guess if I if I were to look at the other things that derail me as well, it's when something else is going on in my mind and I'm dealing with then what I'm dealing with right in front of me. Right. Okay. That's I haven't thought of it that way before. But no, that's so good. So you almost categorically just said that it's when there's something else going on in your mind. So sometimes it's the fact that you're preparing your next thought. Sometimes it's the fact that you've lost your place. Sometimes it's the sure. fact that your phone buzzes. Sometimes like you can get derailed by distractions. Yes. But yes. mental distractions are the primary one. And you nailed what my biggest struggle is with your first answer. Because okay. I have a really, really hard time when I've got a point that I want to make. And I feel like people are like answering in left field. And because of the fact that you really want people to feel validated and you want them to be commenting, you have to figure out how to like go with their comment in a way and not just be like, uh-huh, and then go back to your topic. But you also have to figure out how to make the point that you want to make, right? Right. right. Okay. So I get 
this is, I'm finding myself getting bugged when I'm teaching sometimes by people who will take something like we've read a verse or whatever, and they'll take one nugget and they'll like tangentially, that's also a made up word, I think, um, oh. like just fly off on that topic. Yes. It's, and then other people latch onto it. Yes. It's, it's saying we are going to talk about this read the scripture and then they go Phew, and it's like i just told you what we were talking about and that has nothing to do with what we're talking about and then you're right and then other people spider web off of that and it's out of control so are we the jerks like oh, is it i'm a, a total jerk we are kind of in our minds when it comes to it. it's not nice we're not right but are we totally wrong to have an agenda you mean like you an outline? Have, yeah. Okay. Yes. You have an, okay. So right? let's do a little juggle for just a second. Okay. You have elder Bednar, who really is my favorite example that you've used of teaching by the spirit. Right. And if something comes up, you want to take you the discussion wherever the spirit leads you. Correct. Okay. So are you wrong? to not want to go where the class leads you? Well, what does the spirit say? Okay, so what does the spirit say is the number one question that you probably should be asking yourself, right? Right. And in your mind, if you're thinking bad thoughts about the people that have just derailed you, then the spirit probably is not inspiring you in that moment how to take the discussion. So right. I'm gonna backpedal just for two seconds. There is a podcast that I listened to. I think it was a Leading Saints podcast. Okay. And I just love it. Or it was, yeah, it was leading saints. And the woman who was speaking is just masterful in my opinion, as she was talking a little bit about how she teaches. And she had this one um, strategy that I just loved, but I've struggled with it. And the strategy is that when you are in a class, you read a scripture together, for example. And the first question that you ask is what stands out to you? So tell me yes. what you think, like, why would you ask that question out of the gate? What are you trying to do with that question? Well, I guess if you say what stands out to you, people yeah. can, and you're trying to go a specific direction when they can say a number of different things, but when someone nails it, you can take that and then keep going. Okay. And, and and I would think that what stands out to you would be shorter questions as well. So you can get through more of them. I, just off the top of my head, that's what I'm thinking, though. That's great. I mean, those are great points. And I love the point that you made about how when somebody grabs it or somebody says kind of what you're looking for, you can grab it and run with it. So here, let me take a tiny tangent myself. That sounds like you're fishing for answers. It almost sounds like you're manipulating the conversation, waiting until you have the answer that you get, and then you're going with it. So then that's not what we're doing. So let me maybe okay. put some words in your mouth. And these are the words that she said that I think you were actually kind of getting at. When you say you want people to come up with it themselves, like when they come up with it, right? That's insinuating you want them to come up with it themselves. What we want is the spirit to be teaching. And so her point was that you want to try and get at what the spirit is teaching them, right? And so what stands I see what you're saying. Them, is one of the ways that the spirit will communicate with them. And so you're trying to say, let's as a collective group, figure out what the spirit is trying to teach us individually. And then all ships rise. We can all benefit from each other's spiritual insights, right? You with me? I see the purpose. You I, see the I purpose? get it. Yes. Okay. 
dialed in. So my struggle has been, that is the number one way for me to open it up to my derailing nemesis. <laughs> and so what I'm trying to do is come up with some skills, very tangible, practical things that I can do as a teacher that will help me not be derailed mm. by other people's comments. That's and great. so I have three things. Okay. The first thing is in setup. The second thing is in engagement. And the third thing is in wrap up. So those are kind of the three phases of teaching, right? Sure. I'm not talking about your prep. I'm talking about you're actually setting up for the discussion, engagement during the discussion, and then wrap up is when you're putting a bow on the discussion. Right. Okay. okay. So let's talk about some specific skills in each one. Now, this is new to me. Like putting words to it is new to me. I've kind of been digging into it to try and understand it better myself so that right. I can practice it. So challenge me if I don't have it right. Okay. Okay. So the first part is in setup. And this is what I'm like, what do I do naturally in the way that I set it up to try and avoid being derailed, but allowing the spirit to still teach and being sincere, not manipulative in the way that I'm asking questions. And this goes back to the types of questions you ask in part. But I think it also goes to the setup of the questions. So rather than, you know, sometimes you can ask binary and um, informational, informational, what is it? Oh my gosh, Kevin, we always factual. Can, factual questions yes. to kind of try and walk people through something that you're trying to set up. So you can sure. use questions. Yes. but in the setup, teach a point first. So instead of just, you know, you can ask questions, but make sure you have made a point. And then when you're asking the group, what stands out to you, you can say very specifically what stands out to you in the context of what we've just been talking about. You can connect it back to a point that's already being made, right? Right. Can you give me another way that you might phrase that? What's another way that you might, you know, when you're asking, let's go with this brilliant question that this woman taught. I wish I could remember her name. She was so awesome. I'm sad that I don't remember her name. Anyway, think about her question of what stands out to you. Let's use that as our question. What are some ways that you could ask it that would help in your setup to guide the answer, but not manipulate the answer and still get it what the spirit is teaching people? That's loaded. Yeah, it is. Um, I think a question, something along the line, actually, you said part of it in your question, I think. When you think of this, with this in mind, what stands out to you in that verse? Okay, that's a great way. With this in mind. So you said this in the very beginning when we were talking about what derails us. You said something about that you do that, that you kind of try and connect right to a point that you've already taught and then people go and that's why it's even more annoying. Right. So this isn't like a, you know, tried and true fail safe, never going to get derailed if you do it this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Here's another thought. So you perfectly, you know, phrase that comes, it's just, you got to come up with some phrasing that feels really natural to you. Good. Here's another thing that I've tried that I found to be really effective. I've asked people to make the point I'm trying to make for me. So, for example, I say to the class, <laughs> read my mind and tell me what of, I'm thinking. Kind of, but not what I'm thinking. It's more like, okay, now you've read the scripture. We've talked about this. I want you to connect the dots for me. And that's another way mm. of saying, okay, 
invite the spirit to help you connect the dots. And then let's say it out loud, connect the dots for me. I like that. And so you've like planted a lot. Connect them, right? Right. Okay. So yeah, because, because, um, just a, what is, what stands out to you? And, and okay, let me throw this in. And because I may be derailing you here, if I do, shut me down. This would be great if you are, (laughs) because we could practice what we're talking about. So yesterday when I ate this burrito, no, (laughs) when I ate this cake with the ice cream and, oh wait, that was your cake. That's right. I forgot. Never mind. Anyways. That's a sweet cake. Delicious. Thank you. It was delicious. It was. Anyways. Okay. So where was I going? Okay. So when we are going, when we're going forward, trying to make a point, the the phrase or the question what stands out to you i almost feel like is way too broad in and of itself right yeah totally. i mean because unless unless it is a full discussion of let's go wherever the spirit takes us right and then great i think that's a fabulous and then and really that's an excellent way to teach sometimes right to say let's learn how to study the scriptures here's a verse Bam, what stands out to you? Good. Well, where does that take us? And then and explore that. Oh, I, I love that kind of teaching as well. So but, you have to be ready to go wherever it goes if you ask that authentically. Right. So True. Not when you're trying to drive a point home, which is what you're saying, right? Right. So, okay. but when you're trying to drive a point home and you have, uh, it, this sounds bad, I think, but it, but it, but it's real. It's the question that you were asking before, but you have an agenda. You have an outline, you have a direction you want to go asking just, you know, what are your thoughts around this? Isn't good enough. So saying connect the dots is a great, is a great way to do that because you're saying I'm here. That's there. What's going to get us to that point? Right. Thoughts around that along in this, in this pipeline, (laughs) right? What's in this pipeline that will get us to that point. Okay, so what I hear you saying in that is that you kind of, in a way, if you're the leader of the discussion, you do have to have a goal, a destination, a place that you're leading people, right? For the most part, yes, yes. For the most part, not in every case. Now, here's the thing I want to be really clear that I, and I'm bad at this sometimes, but sometimes the spirit in the moment will take you in a different direction. And that's great. Yep, absolutely. Not in any way trying to set that aside. But I do believe that we are entitled to inspiration in our prep when we're prayerful. Exactly. And so having a point doth not a non-spirit-seeking person you make. Did you that follow was that? Really? Wow. That that grammar was awesome. Well done. Okay. Just just stick with me. Stick with me. Okay. So it's okay to have an agenda, and it's okay yes. to work towards that point. So part of what I'm trying to get at is how do we avoid the ultimate derailing in our setup of some of like the discussion, right? So what I heard you say and what I think I'm kind of honing in on is that we really have to make sure that we know what our goal is, what our objective is, what is the point that we want to make. Let me share a quote that is one of my favorite quotes that just popped into my mind. It's Oliver Wendell Holmes. And he says, I wouldn't give a fig 
for simplicity on the near side of complexity. Complexity, yes. Right? Yes. But I would give my right arm for simplicity on the far side of complexity. And I believe that part of our job as a teacher is to wade through complexity mm -hmm. and arrive at simplicity. We can't hang out on simplicity in the near side of complexity and feel like we're ready to teach a discussion. Right. We are to lead a discussion. We have to be in the process of or have waded through the complexity ourselves. But then as a teacher, I think we have to be willing to go back into the complexity of it a little bit mm -hmm. and help everyone else arrive at simplicity on the far side as well. That's and, such a hard thing to do sometimes. Oh, this, this is what I'm saying. Right. Like it's so challenging. <laughs> and is. so framing it, having arrived at simplicity on the far side of complexity means that you have a point you want to make sure you land at. So they're having a goal Good. is fine. And so asking the questions in a way that actually leads to that goal is super, super appropriate. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So that's the wait, setup. wait, wait, wait. Isn't that yeah. manipulating though? So that's what I am struggling with. I'm wrestling with that just a little bit. Is it manipulative? Because I hate it like pet peeve when I'm sitting in a class and people, I feel like they're trying to manipulate my emotions with the tone of their voice, or they're trying to get at a specific answer, but I don't know what that specific answer is. So anything that I say is going to be discounted sure. if it's not the answer that they're looking for. Sure. And you can feel when that's kind yep. of happening because mm -hmm. they're, they're answer seeking. Mm -hmm. And so they're this setup part that we're talking about. Actually, I think, the engagement part is where you resolve some of that, making it not manipulative. Right. So the way that you engage in part is how you avoid being manipulative. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So is it manipulative to be looking for a specific answer? Maybe. However, you know what is so awesome is when you really are inviting the spirit into the discussion, you may be looking for a specific answer, but you may get another one that also speaks to you. And then you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I have thought of that. So you don't want to search for an answer you want or seek for an answer. You're seeking for something that gets you closer to the goal. It's not a specific answer. Gotcha. That yes. fair? So you almost yes. in your mind have to reframe your objective from I'm trying to get us in my setup and the way that I'm kind of framing the discussion closer to the goal, not getting at a specific answer that will get us to the goal. Gotcha. The yes. It's, it's kind of like, I think what I heard you say is that you're kind of taking a different path. It's okay to take a different path as long as you know where you're going to get to. If someone right. takes you this way, then okay, take it and then get to your goal. But it doesn't have to be the exact path that you're going. Is it yes. anything? Okay. That's great. And if, so I feel like it sounds a little muddy and complicated as we're trying to say it, but when you articulate it that way and you say like there are multiple paths that could lead to the same goal, that's part of what you have to embrace as a teacher. That's what I hear mm -hmm. you saying. I think that's a good way of simplifying it. Yeah. You like? I, I like. Okay. Jiven. Okay. So then let's yes. get to the next part. Let's talk about the engagement part. And this is okay. part of how, where I think we put some of the manipulation at rest. Okay. So there are, <laughs> Three ways to engage in. So another pet peeve that I have, and we've mentioned this before, is when people don't um, acknowledge your mm. answer. 
to a question. So sure. if you're sitting in a classroom, you give an answer, it's not what they're looking for, you know it's not what they're looking for because they just move on, right? Or they're right. like, thanks, and then they move on. Right. So number one is acknowledging effectively the at every single comment that is made. When I'm derailed, sometimes that acknowledgement, like if they say something and I'm like, I have no idea what you meant by that. <laughs> sometimes I'll dig into it and ask questions and prod and try Good. and figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important. But yeah. sometimes you have people in a class that you do need to just thank you for what they've said. So in some form, politely, empathically, lovingly, we need to acknowledge what it is that they've contributed. Right. And then there are two more parts to that. So it's an ABC. We acknowledge, we build, and we connect. So we acknowledge, and we sometimes we'll do all three, sometimes we'll do one of the three, but we acknowledge regardless. 100% of the time, we're acknowledging the responses, the answers that they've given us. Good. When we're building on an answer, it means that we're taking what they gave us and expanding it, making it more, maybe even framing the discussion from what they've just said. Mm -hmm. And then the connect part isn't like this empathic connection that we've talked about in the past. What I'm talking about is actually connecting the dots, meaning mm. connecting the dots between what they've just said and the point that you, the goal that you were driving towards. Okay, so acknowledge, build, and connect are those three. No, okay. Now, I want to, but I'm going to dive into it just a teensy, okay. teensy. Before I do, though, I want you to say what you're going to say because I want to make sure it doesn't get lost. Have you, well, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this before and maybe even done this before. I've watched some really great teachers do that connection with a question that was way far off. And I recognized so, it. What was that? Tell me with a question that was way far off. Tell me what you mean. So by that. they ask a question and someone answered with something that was so out in left field yeah. and the teacher was somehow able to take that and bring it back in and still connect the dots with it and yeah. maybe like you said dive in a little bit deeper which is a scary thing to do by the way uh, someone goes way off and you go tell me more about that right, right. <laughs> and then but then they're able to bring it back and that's a that that is an excellent skill to have it, it's tough to do um but when it's done it, it makes a person who who normally would go off on a different path feel like, oh, I just contributed to this. Right, right. Okay, so you said something though, and I want to make sure that I understood what you were saying. You said with a question, like that you bring them back on track with a question. What did you say that on purpose? No, sorry. Starting with a question and then they go off. Oh, whoa, 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 then, okay. yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so I'll give you an example of something that I've done. And I don't know if this is good or bad because I'm tracking now. Yeah. I, so sometimes when somebody is um, in response to a question gone way off, I have actually said to them, I actually have no idea how to connect that. Can you help me? And I don't know if that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do. That's straight I'm, up. Uh-huh. And I will tell you that it's actually gone well most of the time when I've said that. Really? Let me tell you why I think. So first of all, I wouldn't say that to just anybody, but like 
in my class, there hmm. are, remember we talked about ADD before. I, yeah. My husband has ADHD. Oftentimes, one of the things that happens in an ADHD brain is that they jump from point A to point X, and there is B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P in between in their mental space. But all that comes out their mouth is A and X. Yes. We, we, Kelly and I call that zebras where you're saying something and then all of a sudden she brings up something. I'm like, where the heck? And she said, well, I thought about this, then this, then this, yes. then this, then this. And that's how I got to that. So what I'm right. suggesting is that maybe sometimes we give people an opportunity to do just that. Sure. Is that dangerous and scary and crazy? Yeah. Um, dangerous. I don't know that it is. I, now that you say it, because let, let me add one more thing that, I thought of while you were saying that, that I absolutely loved as a, as a result of it. If you're, if you're to say, I don't basically, I don't have a clue where you're going to help me connect the dots here. Help me yeah. understand. Right. Yeah. What that does. I think if I heard that as a listener who's uh -huh. maybe in the class, I would think, Oh, I need to make sure that my answer is really connecting. And, yes. and it makes me kind of reframe and make sure and do a double take on what I might answer with. And so it kind of just sets the stage in a way of, if I don't understand it, we're gonna dive into it. So let's try to make all of them really connect. So does that feel good or intimidating? Good, okay. at least for me, it does. I, 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 that would feel good to help clarify that, oh, she's just not gonna take an answer off the wall answer. She's serious about getting to the getting to the uh, center of this. Right. So exactly. And in addition to that, she is seriously invested in what I have to add. Absolutely. Like that's the other mm -hmm. part of it. It's I like that. I feel like by not taking the opportunity to try and make a connection that we almost in a way are like people can tell when you're mentally dismissing something. Yes. Right. Yes. And so it's almost saying, I value what you have to say, but you've got to take me on your journey with you. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's even a way of saying it is, hey, I value so much what you just said. I just need a little bit of help. Take me on your journey with you. Tell me how you got to that thought. Tell me how you got to that comment. Does that make sense? Yes, that takes yeah. some guts to say, but I so like it. Okay, I am probably not a traditional teacher in that I don't hold a lot back when I teach. Like my personality is not muted. I don't have a teacher Julie and a Julie Julie. And so if people know me, they would know that that's a very sincere thing. But I have to remember that that may rub some people wrong and intimidate mm. the heck out of sure. some of it them. It might. Yeah. I have to be careful of that. So maybe, maybe, like I said, I'm working through this. This is a work in progress. So I'm asking very sincerely, maybe, you know, maybe it's not right, or maybe it's right with a little asterisk that says, be cautious because this actually has to be natural for you and part of your personality in order for you to be able to do it effectively. It does have to be, it does have to be genuine. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, right. It has to, it, because what you're saying is I value you, even though I have no clue what you're saying. Right. And, and be able to say that 
with love. <laughs> okay. So is there another way to do it that would be less like take Julie personality out of it? Is there a way to respond to someone when you have no clue what they're saying that validates what they've said hmm. and kind of getting it connecting the dots? Okay, actually, let's let that question dangle for a minute. Okay. 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 okay so question dangling. I don't have a pen. Will you make sure you write it down so that we get back to the question? Deal. So the question is, is there a way for us to, without being derailed and without being dismissive, help people like bring the question, like make connect the dots basically. Okay. 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 So the reason I want to have it dangle for just a second is because I did a little bit of research. And one of the things that I found was from a teaching institution, not LDS, but a school that teaches people how to teach. And they have this thing called the 3CQ model. Okay. Okay. It is as simple as it, like I looked at that, I'm like, what? It sounds like R2D2 model right. or something. It's like a Star Wars model, only it's not. It's three C's and a Q. It's the 3CQ, 3CQ. model. Okay. okay. And I got my notes in front of me. And this is a way to acknowledge, build, and connect the dots. Okay. This okay. 3CQ model can help you to do that. If not ABC. The 3CQ can help you to ABC. Oh, that's good. The 3CQ Patent model that. can acknowledge, build, <laughs> connect. I, I feel like I'm like talking in code. <laughs> I'm picking okay. up what you're putting down. All right. Okay. Glad to know. Okay. Number one C is to compliment. Okay, so if you're having difficult, maybe some of these are going to be strategies that will help us answer the question. Okay, if someone says something that you either just loved or were a little confused about, you could still use the strategy. So if you love it, you can be like, oh my gosh, I love what you just said. It makes me think of or build like that would be the build part, right? But I right. love what you just said, give them a compliment that was very insightful, whatever. A compliment can be a way to validate somebody's answer. And if you're not totally sure what they said, but you don't want to shame them or embarrass them in any way by saying something stupid, like I suggested earlier, um, you could compliment them and say, I love, find something in what they said that you love and you know, leave it at that if you don't want to go into it or, and mm, sure. you can help understand the rest mm -hmm. or, and da, 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 and it softens perhaps this, I got no idea what you're saying. Comment that sometimes comes out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair. You compliments come naturally to you. Is that a good one? Do, Do you no, say that ever? Um, well, at when someone answers, the compliments come naturally in that in that context yes that's what i'm talking about when they yes. I'm, that's what yes. i'm talking about yep. like your response so this is the yes. engagement part they have responded to something you've asked and you can be like oh i love that mm -hmm. or oh one of the things i find is that if somebody shares something that needs no additional commentary it will actually detract from the spirit you still have to say something and a great way is to say like that was amazing that was beautiful. Like you still have to acknowledge you can't yeah, just. That's true. So yeah. sometimes to not interrupt the spirit, a compliment can be a great way to acknowledge it. That's good. Okay? So then it can also be a way though, if you don't understand to be like, I love this part. 
focus on something, grab it. Okay. The second one, the second C is to comment, but this is an interesting thing. So a comment is like, I agree with this specific point that you just made mm. or, and tell me if this feels appropriate to you. I disagree. Oh yeah, with absolutely. Okay. So yeah. um, tell me when you might use this comment strategy to engage and why would you even want to publicly agree or disagree with what somebody's saying? It's not, let me be clear. It's not empathic. So if someone is sharing emotion with you, you are not agreeing, disagreeing, probing, advising, giving your own autobiography in any way and agreeing or disagreeing is autobiographical. Okay. So this is not an empathic response to be clear. When would it be appropriate? I think it would be appropriate when you are actually trying and, and I don't know how much you've done this. I think I've done this maybe a little bit too much myself, but when you are trying to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. Oh, totally. I stir the pot all the time on purpose. It's amazing. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. When, when you're trying to get dissenting ideas, when you want to show that they're, you know, everyone thinks, I mean, the church has a culture, right? And someone says, this is the way. And then you say, oh, really? Hmm. I don't know that I agree with that. And then you may say something else and they just go, I have never thought about that because our culture just doesn't go there. Wow. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I love what you just brought up. And I think this is a really important point. I want to put an exclamation point behind it. Stirring the pot is a fantastic way to invite a different meaning into the shared pool. Of yes. Meaning. So I personally had an experience with this just like a week, about a week ago, we were talking about testimonies. And in this class, I have uh, several new converts to the church. And so we were, um, one of the gentlemen in the class made a comment about an appropriate testimony. Like he feels the spirit the most when people are testifying of Christ, which is a really, really great point. But in doing so and making the point, he kind of said that there is an appropriate way to bear your testimony. Mm. And I felt this like urgency to make the point that it's, it's a testimony, like that there is not an appropriate way. However, I do know that there are some guidelines, you know, some things sure. that have been said historically about what our testimony, how we want to set our testimony meetings up. Mm -hmm. This is the idea of there's a goal, which is to have people testify of Christ, but then like, there's not a way to do it. And so there was a gentleman in the back. So I disagreed with him about that. And there was a gentleman in the back who was a brand new convert that raised his hand. And he's like, I'm going to be so nervous to share my testimony if there's a way. To do it. <laughs> right. And another person's like, I, I never learned the way to do it. <laughs> and so I was so glad that we challenged that perspective because, oh, heaven forbid those people be shut down. They've got the most raw, like sincere testimonies that are like in embryo. And the words they use expand my mind when they express it. Mm -hmm. Heaven forbid we shut that down. 
Right. So, like, just to use an example, I love the idea of disagreeing sometimes just for the sake of inviting additional perspectives into the pool of meaning. I completely agree. And I will say also that it needs to be done with love. Okay. So right? what's the difference between doing it with love versus stirring the pot? Maybe we need to use a different word than stir the pot. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I might agree with that. Um, if you're, I, I guess, I guess part of it is what are you trying to get at? Again, what's your goal? If you're trying to expand the mind of, oh, it could be that way, but it could also be another way that maybe we've never thought of before. And so I'm going to disagree to, to bring out that point. Or if it's no, no, you stink. Um, that's the wrong answer. I completely disagree with you. Right. Yeah. So I, could I think, we, sorry. Could we give it the label of if it will enlighten, uplift, great, expand, like, Inspire. do you know what I mean? If it invites yeah. the spirit, if yeah. it's going to expand our minds. Yeah. Fair enough. I okay. like that. That's great. Okay. So, so the third one is connection. So then I don't get confused. It's making a connection to something that you're thinking. So remember I said, acknowledge, build, connect, and we're talking about connecting dots. Well, now it's like making a connection in like with you, like in part with you, in part with your thoughts. This mm. is also an opportunity to connect the dots, but it's something like um, if this is actually a great, another one to go back to that question that we are kind of floating right now, thinking about if somebody, you know, says something that kind of derails you or whatever. Connection could be to this idea of connection could be a way for us to bring it back. So it's saying something like, I also thought about da, 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 in mm. connection with what you just said. So if they say something that feels a little bit off in left field, you can sometimes connect it to right field with mm -hmm. a little bit of a bridge. And this connection idea is not connecting the dots and piecing the whole thing together, but it's building a connection between something that has a potential to derail us and what it is that the goal and objective is. And sure. sometimes it requires a split leap to get across that bridge. And sometimes it's a simple step. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yes. Okay. So that's the third C. Want to comment on that one before I keep going to the queue? No, go ahead. Okay. Because so I, well, I will actually, I've done okay. that before and I've seen that done before, but I just, I'm not thinking of any great example of that right off the top of my head, but I, the concept totally get it. Okay. So let me see um, if I can just really quickly think of an example. Okay. So if, for example, we, um, somebody shares an experience, I, oh, I, I've got one. So I was moderating a discussion for our state conference and there was a girl who was sharing a story that I didn't totally understand, if that makes sense. And she was sharing her experience and I didn't, like, I didn't totally understand it. And part of it was probably honestly my fault because I mentally was trying to juggle this panel and I was moderating in front of a very large group of people. It was a state conference. And the comment that she made, there was this part, and this is part of seeking the spirit. I feel like if you are seeking the spirit, the spirit can enlighten your mind to help you make 
that connection. Sure, and there was yeah. one part of what she said that really just stuck out to me. And I remember even what it was about, but just because that's not super relevant, when she said that, it was so touching to me, that one part. And it was like, I couldn't even, the rest mm. of it was almost blurry in my brain. And I was able to say, wow, okay. And that, that part of it to me says that you X, Y, and Z. Like I was able to take like this story that she was telling this one part of it and say, that actually feels to me like you're saying, and I gave it different words that connected back to the topic. That's and great. she was like, that's exactly what, like, that's the spirit. That's not Julie. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And, yes. but I do feel like that part of these, this three CQR2D2 model, um, <laughs> that part of it is the part where we really can dial into have the spirit enlighten our minds to make those connections because you better believe that heavenly father wants us to reach whatever the goal is if the goal is inspired like he is in these lessons this is his time it's not time to be wasted this goes with our kids and otherwise like we if our kids are in wackadoodle la la land but we're seeking the spirit to try and help teach them and they're using teenage lingo and you're like i got what they're saying the spirit can enlighten our minds such that we can see a split leap bridge that we can you know dance our way across yes connections yes it's when you don't get that so I, I in another episode we'll talk about this experience that i had but dangling carrot yeah exactly cliffhanger here and and, and nothing came to mind it was like <laughs> Yeah, I have. Wow, that had absolutely nothing to do with the question I just said. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Thank You're you. Like, uh -oh. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right. And I moved on. I thought that was so weak. Oh my goodness. But I didn't. I, at the in the moment, I didn't know what else to say. At that time, and 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 that's okay to happen every now and then, right? But I love right. when when you have when when we when we all as teachers have a moment like you just had, where the spirit says. This is how you do it. And, and yeah. it comes, it's, it's magical. It's beautiful. I love it. And that. it's not always going to happen that way. Like you right, said, though. Right. However, I think that part of what we're trying to talk about here is figuring out like just some simple strategies so that we can be seeking spirit in the right places too. Like that we're not just driving a bus that yes, we're like, yes. you know, looking at the scenery, making sure that we're taking it all in as we drive. That's Which good. kind of leads us to the third. So the three C's are compliment, comment, and connection, right? Okay. And then the Q is question, which your jam, we've talked about this, we'll talk about it more, but this is a different type of question. When you're engaging with them, and this is something that I have had happen, don't be afraid to have your own questions, like your own, not your leading mm, a discussion, mm. your own questions in response to what they've shared. So for example, you know, they share something and you can be like, oh, you know, I wonder why that, da, 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 or I hadn't really thought about that. Do you think that, 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 
Do you know what I'm saying? That it's just a very genuine way of engaging in the discussion where they are. So even if they've said something to go back to that question that we've got out there, what do you do when you get super derailed by it? Part of it can sometimes be, you're like, I really don't know what direction they're trying to take this in, but you can kind of go, you know, I wonder if, and then take a nugget of what they've said and use it to bring you back That's to great. where you want to go. Sure. So that's the three CQs. I like the that. Make sense? Yes. Do cool. you know, do you, do you know, do you remember where you got that? The three mm-hmm. CQ and we can it's, put a link in the show notes and. Yeah, I can do that. that. It's cool. just, just so you know, it's a really rough, like it's from, uh, yeah, a teaching website. I can, I can find it again for sure. Okay, Great. Um, let me throw a last thing up. Thing, thing up, thing out. Thing out. out. Okay. So we talked about the setup, the engagement, just really quick in the wrap up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like you had a class that was a total choose your own adventure and it went in a completely different direction than you expected it to? And you are wrestling in your mind with, did I get derailed or is that what the spirit wanted us to talk about? Have you kind of been there? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we all have. So remember that in your wrap up, in your testimony, all of that work that you did to try and find simplicity on the far side of complexity has strengthened your testimony of a principle. Mm. And you get to share that in the wrap up. And so it's never a waste going where the spirit leads you being derailed and like don't don't like beat yourself up about it if it didn't go at all how you expected it to make sure though that you go back to what you felt inspired about in the first place and the wrap-up is your chance to testify of those things that you felt inspired by as you got ready for class so pretty simple that's great that's great so i'm as you're saying this i'm going through recent experience I had and kind of bouncing everything you're saying off of this experience, some of the things I'm going, okay, that, that I, I did that. And the other things I'm thinking, wow, I totally fell on that one. So it's, this is, but it was, it's a good evaluation for me to think back on that and think, okay, next time I can do this better. I can, I can add a little bit more of this in there. I can bridge, bridge those thoughts around and, and uh, have a good tactic to get back in. I like that. Well, I think part of it is this idea of feedback that we talked about last time. I feel like this self-reflection is not you beating yourself up. Like it's never like, so I, like I said, I'm still wrestling with all of these things. I'm wrestling with how irritated I get when I feel totally derailed. It's stupid. It's so wrong of me. And I'm kind of, I beat myself up about that just a little bit. And so part of what I was really trying to, help myself do is to go in with a little bit of a paradigm shift. Um, Like when I'm going into classes, I don't want, I want to be able to effectively, not manipulatively, but effectively guide the discussion, have a goal. And if it doesn't go the way that I want it to, I don't want to walk away and question everything that I did and analyze everything that I did wrong. It's just not constructive. That's not how the spirit works. The way that the spirit gives us feedback 
is in building us. Yeah. Sometimes there's a little bit of rub when you first read, like feel it or whatever it is, or sure. you're like, God, I really could have done better at that. Like, for example, I'm really frustrated with myself, but this is good feedback to me with how I sometimes get a little irritated by the derailing comments. And so I want to dig into that in a way that's constructive. And I want to have some skills that will help me in the process. But the biggest thing for me is remembering what this is all about in the first place. It's all about bringing us closer to Christ. And so mm -hmm. we will always have the opportunity to bring it back to that. And so don't freak out. Don't get upset. Are you saying that to yourself, Julie? Yeah, this is self talk. <laughs> don't be mad at yourself if sometimes it doesn't go the way that you expect it to. Right. Well, okay, so you are pretty much teeing up the next episode. I love it. I, I don't know how you do this. This is just incredible. I, I totally did that on purpose. I don't even know what the I next episode think. is. Because <laughs> you're in charge. Yes, and, it, and it's good. And it's because, as we'll get into the, ne in the next episode, there was something where I've kind of beat myself up, have or have a bit, and I need to remember, you know what? It's okay. Because even, even when we beat ourselves up, we have to remember that as the teacher, that we're still learning as well. Yeah. Right? For sure. Right? And Julie will get upset with her in the mind, with someone in her mind, but still be smiling or, you know, or, or whatever it is. And then, but, and then you look back and you go, I'm, you know what? I'm still learning how to teach. I'm still learning how to apply the restored gospel of Jesus Christ principles in this at the same time. And that's okay. Don't, right. don't, you don't have to be perfect. Right. I'm so excited for this next episode and the cliffhanger story that you've been oh dangling. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to take everything that you said into the next episode. And I guess everyone here will just have to wait for the next episode to come out. CBC, to be continued. Good stuff, Julie. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Until, oh, if you would, share this episode, like, subscribe, comment. Oh, comment in the comments. What question do you have for the comments? Oh. What derails you? I want to know. I want to know if that resonated. I want to know if that resonated. And then I would love for people to tell us if anything kind of stuck with them, anything they're going to try and do differently. Perfect. All right. Until next time. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.